go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your buddy Chewy, and I am joined once again by my brother from another mother, Mr. Pip. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's been a while. How uh, how are things? Things are good. Things are all right. It's getting cold out. The leaves are falling. It's making me do a lot more work out in the yard, which I'm not real happy about. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, we're getting by one day at a time. That's good. Yeah, we um, I think tomorrow here in Cleveland, it is going to be a high of 36. Mm. So, uh, yeah, now a, a week ago today, it was 77 degrees. So that's, you know, that's what you get living in Northeast Ohio in mid-November. It's, so. it's a wonder we got through uh, without all getting sick. But, uh, yes. you know, that's how it goes, right? Well, especially in this fucked up 2020 that we're living through, right? I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, it continues to be crazy and we don't want to spend a ton of time on, on COVID because we got better things to talk about, but I hope, uh, I hope you and yours are all uh, uh, maintaining your health and, and continue to be happy and healthy and safe. Yeah, absolutely. We're doing good. And uh, we're, we're thankful that everybody's doing good. I already had my bout with that earlier. So, you know, we're feeling like we got a lot of that out of the way, but hopefully you guys are doing the same. Good. All right. So uh, tonight we are talking about uh, a topic that I think is, I think it's fair to say is very near and dear to both of our hearts. Um, we're going to talk about the top five Van Halen songs of all time. Um, I think from a timing perspective, I think it's appropriate. Um, obviously, Eddie passed away um, earlier, what, a couple months ago now or not even a month ago. Um, and, uh, we, have been, we, ever since we started this show, we've been kind of talking about, oh, we're going to talk about Van Halen. We're going to get to Van Halen, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, now it seems like appropriate time, right? Yeah. This kind of pushed it into the limelight for sure. Um, it was about a month ago, a month and a half ago that, uh, that he, uh, he passed away in a very untimely fashion. And, um, you know, I gotta be honest, man. I mean, it, it totally rocked my world and I was very really conflicted for a while about how I should feel about that. Cause you know, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't my dad. He wasn't my relative. I didn't know the guy, but he was, he was my idol. You know, he was somebody that I grew up worshiping in terms of his, his ability to play guitar, his ability to write songs. Um, and, you know, eventually I had to come to the conclusion that it's okay to be really sad about that stuff, even though you didn't have a, a, a personal connection with that individual because I don't know, in a, in a weird sort of way without getting down too much of a rabbit hole, like when, when something that you've been so close to for so long, you know, goes away forever, it's like you lose kind of a piece of yourself, right? And, and it yeah. makes you realize your own mortality and, and that this is, we're at that stage of our life where we're, there's this really great quote from Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, and it's the only really great thing that happened from that. And I'm going to paraphrase because I'm not going to quote it right, but they, um, uh, I think Jim Broadbent, I think is the actor says something along the lines of, you know, we're at that point in our life where, you know, life stops giving us things and it starts taking them away. And away. we're yeah. at that age. I'm at that age. You are where our idols are, are slowly, you know, they're, they're dying, you know, one by one yeah. because they're, uh, you know, they're going off into the, uh, into the great beyond with, uh, yeah. you know, well, with all that. And, yeah. and Eddie's one of those. And it, it was just, it was heartbreaking for me. For that reason yeah no yeah it, it um I, I think you're, you're trying to say it nicely but we're fucking old is the reality of, <laughs> of the situation right and and unfortunately if we're old that means our idols for the most part are older right yeah and um 
yeah and, but I, but i totally understand what you're where you're coming from in terms of um it's okay to be sad about that stuff right i mean especially um kind of as we get into my picks um and if you know me a little bit you know that i'm a big fan of lyrics and and music speaks to me and those kind of things and um you know especially when you're at a specific time in life right um at least for me music always brings me back to that specific time or that specific instance or whatever it was and um yeah it's um it, it, music is a is a really powerful trigger and when you've got somebody like eddie that uh that goes away right that that gives that has given you so much of that music uh yeah it's it, it's only natural that uh that you'd be sad i was sad too there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion yeah no absolutely right. as, a, as a musician or as it, it, he is one of the most influential musicians in my life and I, I i love music i i play music to a very modest degree and besides maybe john williams who is is far different from eddie van halen but but just as influential to me um you know those two individuals are are so powerful in everything that they've ever done so yeah that's i, I think that's why it's it's so impactful for sure Awesome. Well, uh, first of all, what uh, what uh, what are you sipping on this evening, sir? Well, um, I, I went back to the well, no pun intended, and uh, got some gin again. I, uh, I have that bottle that I'm still finishing. I think that uh, I've been on for the last. I, I think that's the only time I really drink it is when we're on this podcast. So hopefully, I'm I'm done here soon. Um, there you go. <laughs> but yes, uh, a, a nice cold uh, glass of gin with a few blue cheese stuffed olives to, uh, to help the cause. How about you? Uh, this evening, I'm going with uh, the Cleveland Whiskey Christmas Spice Flavored Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, Sounds like is, a lot of things I don't like, spice and whiskey. Is, yeah, I tell you, it, it is one of those things where um, if you're a fan of bourbon, which I know you're not, and if you're a fan of like a Christmas ale, right, if you, if you merge those two together, it is the perfect, it's, it's the perfect kind of um, uh, synthesis of those two. Um, it, it's not something that I would sit and kind of drink all night, every night, but, it, you know, for special occasions. Um, yeah. And in fact, I posted a picture of it to uh, my Instagram story the other day. And I had a buddy of mine who said, oh, that looks really interesting. And so I actually shipped him a bottle here this afternoon. Just uh, yeah, so, so kind of spread the Cleveland whiskey <laughs> love here around the country. So very good. Um, all right. So without further ado, uh, we're going into our top five Van Halen songs of all time. Um, I don't think there's any caveats in that in terms of years or anything like that. Um, I think we're going to do a couple of honorable mentions. Do you, would you like to do those before or would you like to do them after? I'll leave it up to you. Uh, let's, let's save them for after. I think, I think okay. that makes sense. That's fine. All right. Well then, uh, with that being said, I will, uh, would you like me to go first this evening or do you want to go first? I don't you know what you, you usually kick it off to me. So I'm going to give you the honors. You're going to start tonight. Okay. Okay. So, um, my, my, so I will, I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. Um, all five of mine, and I did come down to a top five, um, all five of mine are from Sammy Hagar's version of Van Halen. So Van, Van Hagar, right? Um, I, th that is not to say that I don't like the Van Halen with David Lee Roth or with Gary Sharon for that matter, because I do. Right. Um, 
I tend to be a big fan of lyrical music. And I think regardless of what you feel about Dave and Sammy as frontmen, I think it's pretty clear that Sammy is a better lyricist when it comes to writing his music and those kind of things. So it's just kind of from a, from a context perspective, I think that kind of pick, puts some of my picks into perspective. Um, so my number five comes from the Balance album. Uh, and it's a, it's a song called Not Enough. Um, it is a song that is, I, I guess you'd call it a ballad. Um, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a, from a Van Halen perspective, it's very slow. Um, the Balance album came out in 1995, I believe, um, January 95, which puts, puts me and, and you uh, in the middle of college, right? Or in their our first, second year of college. Um, I was not enough is really, it's essentially a love song. It's, it's, it's how, um, it talks about how loving somebody is not enough, saying things is not enough, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to go into the lyrics, but, um, I was, you know, and I think I mentioned, you know, music brings you back to a specific time in your life. Um, I was with a long distance, long time girlfriend at the time who ironically enough is not my wife. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I was, I was very, I was turning to music a lot um, to get me through kind of, you know, being away from your girlfriend. Right. And, um, and this is one of those songs that really helped me a lot during those times and um, kind of doing some research for this. I was, I, I have a, I have a playlist on my iPad, my iPod, my iPhone, iTunes these days, it's called Chewy's Best of Van Hagar. And, um, you know, it's got three or four songs from every one of his um, albums. And of course, this is this is one of them. And I was listening to it tonight and it holds up really, really well. It's, it's probably not a real well-known love song, but um, when you listen to it and the, the lyrics to that tune are just amazing. So not, not enough off the balance album. It's number five. I mean, that's a that's an absolutely fantastic selection. I the balance album, thanks to you, was the album that I was first introduced to. Uh, as far as Van Halen, as far as like a, you know, an album package, right? Like I'd heard Jump on the radio, I'd heard uh, Right Now on the radio, but as far as an album, that was the first one. And to this day, sonically speaking, it's still one of my absolute favorites. I mean, from top to bottom. Um, and Not Enough is a great, great song on that. It's not the only, I mean, I guess it's kind of the only ballad, if you want to call it that. I maybe Can't Stop Loving You is a ballad. I'm, I'm not really sure. It's kind of sort of that way, but Not really Enough slow is- Sure, yeah. Not enough is good album. because it's a really great combination of, of Eddie playing piano and, and Sammy's lyrics and the video was really cool. And it was just, uh, it was like the sort of the signature ballad, I think from that album. And yeah. didn't, uh, I think it got released as a sig- single, but I'm not sure it got a whole lot of radio play, but uh, I agree. It, it's a really, really good song. And to this day, it's the only song, I shouldn't say song. It's the only riff that I can play on piano. I can play the intro to that song on piano. And that, so that piano sitting right behind you, I'm pretty sure I have played it on that piano a couple of times. Probably the only I can play on a piano is, is the intro to that. And, uh, and I, I took a piano class and I have a, uh, have um, uh, a song book for the, for the balance album. And I took that in there to, to transpose it and learn it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then that's, that's the only song on, on piano from Van Halen that I can play. So. That's a great choice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. What do you got, sir? I'm looking forward to it. So, so 
I knew, I kind of knew or kind of guessed ahead of time that your your list would be heavily dom dominated by Sammy and and mine is dominated by Sammy as well. But I do have a couple of Dave songs on here. And my first one, because I come at it from a perspective of not just lyrics but guitar, and um, you know, a great guitar lick or something that really just punches you right in the face is something that that I certainly get really excited about. And Eddie has a handful of those. And the first one, you may not even really know, it's a song called Romeo Delight, and it's off of Women and Children First. And um, I'm taking whiskey to the party night. I'm looking for somebody to squeeze is the, is the lyric. But I mean, the guitar part in that is just so heavy. And it just it just repeatedly knocks you right in the head. And it's so, so good. It's um, so that was from 1980. Uh, that was their third album, I believe. And um I mean, I, I don't know what to say other than it, it didn't get a lot of play, obviously, after uh, uh, Sammy never sang it live. I do think Gary Sharon actually sang it live uh, on, on one of the, on the tour that he did with them while he was in the band. And then I think they picked it back up and put it in their set list when Dave got back in the band around 2007. So um, it's just a great song. It's just a really great guitar song. And it just crunches like it's it's the it's the epitome of that brown sound that that is often um the, the terminology for Eddie's sound when he learned, uh, not when he learned how to play guitar, but when he was putting his signature sound together. And uh, it's, it's fantastic. I really love that song. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's funny. Um, you know, when, when you talk about Van Halen songs, um, you know, you know, you're, you're going to get probably, you know, a handful that are of, of, from people that are kind of casual fans. Right. And you're going to hear the same five, kind of five or six songs over and over again. Right. Um, but I love hearing choices like that, right? Um, that, that's a song clearly that I know, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sing it to you, right? But it's like, and I find myself going back through Van Halen catalogs, and you know, I, I find myself these days listening to tunes and enjoying tunes that weren't the radio songs, right? Right. Um, That's the best. Right. Yeah, because it's because it's still it's more the same personal. Band, yeah. Right. Right. It's still the same. The, the, the band is just the same. They're, they're as good as they ever were, but they just, you know, for whatever reason, that song didn't particularly make airplay or what have you. So no, gr great pick. Great pick. Um, all right. So number four, um, number four comes from the four unlawful carnal knowledge, uh, you know, AKA fuck, which is just amazing <laughs> that they did that. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, re I really love that they did that. Um, yeah. It was the, uh, I believe it was the first track on that album. It was a song called Pound Cake. Um, Solid. That song to me, um, I will never forget. So if you're not familiar with it, it's the song that starts out with Eddie playing a drill across his guitar. And, and I cannot remember where it might've been like an MTV movie awards or one of those shows, but they played that song live and it was, it was like nothing I'd ever heard. Um, it was, uh, it, it was amazing because it was the first, it was the first time I'd heard Van Halen since OU812, which had been several years at that point. Right. And, and it was just one of those, like, it was a new sound, but an old sound at the same time. It had, it, you know, it wasn't one of Sammy's best lyrical songs. Um, but, you know, when you kind of, when you kind of dig into it, and you understand what Pound Cake is all about. It's all about, you know, 
ladies, right? And um, and 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 uh, kind of what Sammy loves, right? Um, but it, but it was a fun song, and it sounded different than everything else, and it had that drill at the beginning, and it was just it was reintroducing the world to Van Halen with that one riff, and it was it was just amazing. It gives me goosebumps to this day. It it is so good. It is so amazing, and and that is admittedly that album is not my favorite because of the way that it sounds um just the guitar sounds like it, it's very different from what it had what it was in the past but that song kind of came out of the gate and said hey we're not we're not giving up our our party vibe we're not giving up our our hard rock vibe like that is a great um power chord driven type song with the harmonics in the beginning and, and the, uh, the power chords and everything. And it's, it's, it's one of the first videos that I remember um, that they did together, which was, uh, which was a, a total classic. And I, I mean, it's, it's an absolute great song. It's interesting to me that Sammy still puts that in his set list when he's doing his sort of Van Halen nods these days, even, yeah. um, which is a little bit creepy here in a 73 <laughs> or 74 year old sing about pound cake, but Hey, you know what? More power to him uh i i wish it, it's just it's awesome um but yeah it's um it's definitely a, a fantastic song and it just has a lot of it just has a lot of chug behind it like it's just it, it's yeah. got a lot of rhythm it's that's great a good way of saying it. yeah that's a good way of saying it all right, all right so good. what do you got number four so my number four is another dave my final dave song for the top top five but i do i do definitely highly appreciate the dave years um this one is another, a little bit obscure one. It's not Jump, it's not Panama. The Panama is a great song. Um, this one is off the Fair Warning album, which is the follow-up to Romeo Delight, and it's called Hear About It Later, which is, um, it's not one of the more popular songs off that album, but it starts off with this really cool uh, flanger effect, and the flanger is the, you know, the guitar pedal that was he famously used for songs like Unchained and Ain't Talking About Love, where it's just kind of got this swooping kind of wow, wow kind of sound to it. But it's uh, it, it starts out and it's just it's this really just great 80s song. Like it sounds you, you hear it and you're like, oh, my God, this is definitely an 80s song. And, um, you know, this this album is interesting because it's really held in high regards in terms of being one of the best sounding Van Halen guitar albums besides the very first one. Um, but this song is just really cool and it's, it's Dave and his utmost Daveness um, that it could possibly be. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. And I was really glad that they unearthed it um, towards the end. I think they played um, on one of the last two tours that they did. Uh, they did put this back in the set list with Dave and I thought that that was really great. It's just, it's sort of a hidden gem, I think on fair warning, but it's, it's a really, really good song. Awesome. I, I, I have to say, I love that. I do love that you pull Dave songs from these, right? Because, and again, it, it's not that I don't like this stuff. It's that I probably don't know it nearly as well as you do the, these older stuff. Um, I'm clearly listening to them hundreds of times, but um, yeah, that, that's awesome. I just, I, I um, I'm actually looking forward to already to going back and, and listening to these tunes that you've, that you've pulled out. Um, because they're just they're just so different than mine, which is kind of the beauty of a band, a band like Van Halen that has a catalog that goes so many years, so many decades, so many albums. You can still find stuff, you know, even that you might even even never heard, right? Or you skipped over or what have you. So, I was I, ironically enough, I did that the other day. I was listening to some Led Zeppelin with my kids, 
Now, granted, my kids are super young, right? And they've never heard most of Led Zeppelin's catalog. Um, but um, it's, it's really cool to be able to introduce my kids at this point to, to new music to them, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah music. Great. for sure. All right, let's hear number three. Okay, no, number three um, is another one of these songs that you and I have a very personal connection with. <laughs> Um, and that sounds weird, but um, it's it's off the OU812 album. It's When It's Love. Um, th this song is, um, I suppose it's a ballad. It's certainly a love song. Um, it, it is, uh, again, it was it, it was off the OU812 album. It was, it was a, the video, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was um, shot in kind of an old, not quite black and white, but kind of old dusty. I think it was in the Cabo Wabo Cantina. Was um, that's absolutely right. You know, it's it's got some synthesizer piano in it. It's got just crushing drums in it. It's got cymbals for days. It's got a, an amazing solo. Um, and oh, by the way, it's got some of the best lyrics you'll ever hear in a Van Halen song. I mean, it is. Um, it, it's just it's just a really good song and. So, and I think we've even talked about it on the podcast. It was um, the, the night we left Indiana. Um, uh, we were at the, the, we were at Mars. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I worked at Mars and my buddy was the DJ. And, and Mars, if you haven't been there, was a, was a, a, a I don't know, a dance club, a, a bar, whatever. And, you know, they had videos and music playing, what have you. And, uh, my, my DJ buddy, Kyle, asked me what song I wanted to hear um, on my last night in town. And I said, I wanted to hear When It's Love. And and I remember this love was yesterday. I do, too. I swear to God, I don't remember shit from anything. And, and we were pretty um, on our way at that point and that night, if I remember right. Yeah. But but yes, I, I remember that very vividly. And so he he played the song. He played the video, the whole nine yards. And the entire dance floor <laughs> cleared out. Like, <laughs> They're like, what, what the, the fuck is this? 1989 bullshit. And the two of us just went up and played the air guitar and the drums. And it was amazing. So I, I love that song for a variety of reasons. That's one of them. Oh, man. Fist pumping like a bunch of crazy bastards. It was so fun. Um, yes. I mean. My my favorite Van Halen uh, ballad of all time is When It's Love. So that that's, uh, you know, you, you took the wind out of my sails for maybe one of my next couple songs because that's <laughs> it's definitely going to be on there. But that that is one of my favorite memories of all time that you got your buddy to play that song. And we're in this bar and this was in 1998, I think, because yeah. um, you were leaving Indiana. I was very much not leaving Indiana. I had a, a whole nother year under my belt, but you were graduating and uh, we were in this dance club. Now, mind you, late 90s, we're, you know, we're hearing a lot of stuff like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and things like that. And all of a sudden, the fucking record scratches like in the middle of a club. And when it's love comes on and the video comes on and everyone's just like looking at this screams like, what the hell's going on? I don't know if your buddy got fired after that. I would understand if he did. But the uh -huh. fact that he played that song makes him one of my uh, biggest admire, or I'm, I'm certainly, he's one of the people that I admire the most for, for doing that because that had to take huge cojones that, uh, that I wouldn't have had. Um, but it was, sure. it was a fantastic memory. 
it was five minutes and 36 seconds of bliss and five minutes and 36 seconds of confusion for everybody else in that bar. And it was worth every single, every single tick of that clock. So it was, it was great. Love it. All right, sir. Um, you're up. What, uh, My what number three, three was yes. off off the album for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, despite the fact that it's not my favorite. It's my first Sammy entry on the on the catalog, and and maybe one could argue it should be higher. Um, it's Top of the World by Van Halen. Um, I uh, in the height. I told people in the height of my fandom that there wasn't a a bad mood that I could ever be in that a Van Halen song couldn't dig me out of in one way, shape, or form. And this song was a prime example of that. Um, I just don't know a better feel good song that has ever existed than this, than this, uh, this song. And I loved it so much that, um, it ended up getting played at my wedding when I got introduced into the, um, when, when the, uh, DJ introduced my wife and I, Lauren into the, um, after they introduced the, the wedding party and all that, like, that's the song we came out to was top of the world and, you know, fist pumping and everyone was real happy. And then my favorite part of that story is at the very end of the night where uh, the DJ was going to play something very cliche, like at last, or let's get it on by Marvin Gaye. And my wife of all people went up to him and she said, no, motherfucker, you're playing top of the world by Van Halen. So he, he played it again and he played it all the way through and you and me and uh, another buddy of mine and, and Lauren and all these, you know, handful of other people were just air guitaring and, and rocking out like crazy people at my wedding. And that's how important Van Halen is to me. Like it was at my wedding. It was at my most important uh, day of my entire life. Uh, they were represented there by that song. And so it's just, you know, it, it was just a really great, really fun song. And I'm, uh, I'm glad to have that as my number three on my list. Uh, it's, it's an amazing song. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that, um, and, and the live version of that, of that song too. Um, what was the name of that album? Um, Live right here, right now. Right here, right now. yeah. Was I remember that album like it was yesterday, right? It had the it was the double CD. It was the fold out. It was cardboard, which was kind of unique and and different in that day. Um, yeah, that that yes, it's an amazing yeah. song. Fantastic, sure. yeah. Good pick. Um, All right, okay. number two. Number two. So I really struggled with number one and number two. It's going to be exciting for me. I'm so excited about this. You, you, I, I'll bet you had. I bet you know them. Well, you, I know um, one. I know one for sure because I know you. You put one. It's love. Where I, I mean, I, I think I know. Right. So, so I, I again, I, I made this list several times, and I and I flip flopped them several times. So, so hard. I went with. I went, with, um, uh, I went at number two. Uh, I, I think a relatively unknown song off the Balance album. Um, it's called Take Me Back Deja Vu. Um, it, it, it is it is a song that, you know what, probably, again, I, I don't think it's super well known. I don't think it got released. Nope. Um, it, it is a song that really doesn't even sound like a Van Halen song. I mean, there's 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 a big kind of kind of a big, powerful midsection to it, but it's got some acoustics up front. It's got some wind chimes. It's yeah. got some, you know, <laughs> Um, which, which again is just again not not very Van Halen-y, um, but it's got that again midway through it kicks in with that real powerful it's kicking and, yeah. yeah and and you know it's Van Halen at that point 
Um, and again, it's, it's, it's really, it's a love song, right? It's about unrequited love. It's about missing love. It's about uh, missing a girl. Um, Sammy's all about the love songs, right? And, um, and, and this was another one of the, again, my, my, my girlfriend, fiance, wife now, um, we were 400 miles apart, right? And so it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of driving around Bloomington, um, missing my girl, thinking back to, you know, when I would be back with her. I, I remember very vividly um, one night in particular, it was probably, let's see, we were at North Lane already. So it was, I don't know, it was, it was just something like a random Thursday night. And I was just feeling very introspective. And I went and I drove down kind of old Kinzer Pike and kind of out, you know, further away from, from town. And I remember um, I was just kind of going down a, a long winding road. It was a beautiful evening. It was probably mid eighties, had the windows in my Jeep down and I was blasting that song as loud as I could blast it. And I, and I still, to this day, remember that specific drive, like it was yesterday. And again, it, for me, music and lyrics always bring me back. And, and that was ironically enough, take me back <laughs> deja vu. It, it, it reminds me of that specific time pretty often so it's amazing that song is so so good so underrated um i mean i don't know if there's anything really special about it to be honest yeah. i mean it's not it's not uh virtuoso guitar work it's not yep. bob dylan-esque lyrics or anything like that but it just captures a mood and a moment in a way that 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 album was really good about doing you know it's not it's not necessarily uh conducive to the rest of the mood of that album because that album was actually pretty dark but it dark, was a bright yeah. spot in that album and and they just they again they just sort of captured that moment and they did a really good job of it and um you know that's one of the songs that i really like to try to learn how to play on acoustic guitar as much as possible because i just i love it i think it's great and of course like any other van halen song it's not easy to play um <laughs> but i i remember back in the day um you know, when we were really into Van Halen <clears throat> in the mid to late 90s and we were scouring the CD stores for bootlegs and things like that, like I found one that had that song on it. And, and to your point, like it wasn't a popular song, but I found a live uh, disc with with, you know, uh, that track on it. I think they opened with it in that Pensacola show that mm -hmm. you watched in uh, in your dorm room, if I remember right. <laughs> and uh, so I have a live version of that song and I'm so excited about it. Uh, and I listen to it every once in a while. It's really great. It's it's so fantastic. And uh, there's something about it that is both beautiful and, and kind of heavy about the chorus when it when it chugs in there. And it's 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 so good. It's such a great song. I do love that. All right, sir. Getting down to it. Number two for you. All right, number two. I'll probably make this one quick because we already talked about it. It's when it's love. It's my favorite Van Halen ballad. It's um, for for whatever reason this ballad as ballads go in the Van Halen catalog, this one is easily my favorite. And it's not by a long shot. I mean, Love Walks In is a great song, but um, you know, Sammy's voice on this one was so crisp and, and Eddie had, Eddie kind of dialed it back a little bit in terms of guitar. Like he wasn't flying all over the fretboard in this one. He, he sort of let the, uh, the keyboards complement what he was doing musically with the, uh, with the guitar. And um and of course, the, you know, the story about dancing at the Vogue, I can't tell that one again because we already did it. But that's that to me um, is is just such the quintessential power ballad. And the video, I'll never forget, like even memorizing the bits of the video when he when, you know, the Eddie scratches his head and does all that stuff. Like, I mean, there's something about that video that was just so cool. And um, to this day, I, it's it's my favorite 
almost my favorite Van Halen song by by one one uh, short one. Uh, short step. But um, yeah, when it's love, OU812, fantastic. All right. All right so my uh, again, uh, I was very close between this and Take Me Back. Uh, it it came off fifty one fifty, which I think is pro- if I had to do. 5150 I think as an album is probably my all-time favorite album. Wow, Not just really? Me. I thought you were an OU812 guy. I swear to god. I thought that was your so, that was so, your jam for a long time. It, well, so it's funny. I I it's funny you said that because I went back, I was actually looking at the blog tonight and I did you remember these Facebook things where they're like, "Oh, it's all-time favorite albums or most influential albums or you know." And so I looked back and somebody had challenged me to one of these on Facebook a while back. And OU812 is probably a more influential album for me. Um, but I think 5150 as an album, beginning to end, there's not a bad song on it. You just put it on, you hit play, and you can sit there for 48 minutes or 50 minutes, however long it is, right? Um, and it's just amazing. But anyways um the the track again is is probably not one of their most better well-known ones but it's my absolute favorite van halen song it's summer nights um it it is it is again it's iconic it's it's one of those and, and you'll have to tell me the specific guitar but i know eddie plays a specific guitar on it to get that sound out of it um i remember being introduced to this song um, ironically enough, uh, I was watching a, a VHS recording of Live Without a Net um, at my buddy Matt's house, and they played this song, and I absolutely was hooked. Um, to, to me, this is the quintessential Van Halen. It is, it's hard, it's happy, it's fun, it's, you know, it's just, and it, it's got a chorus that, that, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm at a loss for words. I, I play this song. I put it on every Van Halen mix I ever make. Um, my kids know that this is my favorite song. Um, I, I just, I listened to it today. As a matter of fact, I, I love this song. Van, Van Halen, 5150, Summer Nights. I mean, it's it's a fantastic choice. And I'm, I'm happy to say as a teaser that my my number one is also off that album. Um Summer Nights is is so good, and, and the guitar that you're referencing is called a Steinberger, and that guitar is um, sort of well known for being a guitar that you could take the 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 tremolo and you could lock it into place, so you can um, you can change uh, you you can take the whammy bar essentially and dive it down, and then you can lock it into place and play everything at a lower, or pull it up and lock it into place and play it at a higher key. Um, so that's why at the beginning it's like, and then the, the, the chorus is more like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but no, that's such a great song and it's so good. And it's quintessential Greg Bellin, if I've ever heard it, because, uh, I remember you for the longest time, longest time, loving that song more than any other song. And, uh, I even remember one time, I swear to God, when was it? It was like, it was sometime when you came over to visit me. And I remember I put that, uh, I think it was when I was living on the south side of Indianapolis and you came over, you might've come over and I remember I put that CD in the CD player and I just hit repeat because I was, you were going to get there before I was home or something like that. And I just hit repeat so that I knew 
that when you got there, you would be listening to that song and that that's, that's all that, uh, that's all that mattered. And, and that is so good. And if you, you know, for anybody who might actually be watching this, the live without a net video is such a fucking all time classic. Oh, and so and the way they play that song is like, I just want to be their friends because they're clearly all best friends in that band at that time and in, in, in life. And it is so good. And it looks so much fun. It looks like so much fun that I, it's just, it's so endearing and it's a fantastic song, fantastic show. And I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree more. That's, that's an amazing pick for sure. All right, sir. We're here. Number one. So Maybe number I one, I, I will not stray far from your choice. I will remain on the same album and I will bump you ahead maybe two or three songs. Uh, the uh, self-titled, or not self-titled, but the, the, the album 5150 and the song 5150 is absolutely my favorite Van Halen song of all time. And, and back to the whole, um, you know, no, not a bad mood. Um, that I can have that a Van Halen song can't get me out of. If I had to describe this album as a whole to anybody, it would be balls to the wall energy. I mean, when you start this album and you hit play and, and Sammy says, hello, baby. And then bam, he just like the whole album just thumps and it keeps going. There's a few ballads and, and some, some medium pace songs, but 5150 is one of the last songs. It's not the last song. It's the second to last song on the album. But it's just, it's so bright. It's got this great tone. And I've always loved it. And But once I saw the live version on Live Without a Net, it was the one that just like completely hooked me because I was in awe of how good of a vocalist Sammy Hagar is. And I don't care how much anybody ever makes fun of me for the rest of my life. Sammy Hagar is one of the best fucking rock vocalists that has ever walked this planet. Ever. I don't care if you like his lyrics or if you don't. Or if you think I can't drive 55 is dumb, it doesn't matter. Nobody sings like Sammy Hagar. He's in his mid-70s, and he still sounds better than most people did in their 50s. And it's fantastic. And this is a prime example of how talented that man was or is to that, to that matter. So, yes, 5150 is just one of those songs where if I'm ever in the car and I don't care what time of year it is, I will crank up the volume and down the window, and I will fist pump and air guitar and scream my nuts off until I give that song the credit it deserves by the end of, by the end of it. So it's, it, it's it, it, my favorite. Yeah. It's it, again, it's, it's a great song. I mentioned that's, that's th that album. I mean, you could put it on and, and you just push play and you just listen to it and, and you are, you are lucky enough to get 5150 at, at track number eight. Right. And then it's, it's just, yeah, it's, Yep. It, that, that's an awesome thing. So, so funny, funnily enough, we, we did not have one overlap. Well, I take that back. We had Wenislav was the yeah, Wenislav. I thought we'd have more, but, but it doesn't surprise me because I knew I was going to put a couple of Dave songs. I had a feeling yeah. you wouldn't have too many on there, if any. Yeah. Um, so, but, so you, you mentioned, you mentioned one thing and I wanted to, and I thought about this earlier. So if you're looking at the, the first song off of and, I'm, and i'll just do sammy albums right um th those those first songs to me are they're very representative of those albums right so from 5150 you've got good enough with again hello baby right and oh, then okay. uh oh you is mine all mine which again mm -hmm. is a little known song but if you listen to that song it's amazing really good highly yeah. and then you go with pound cake so you got the you know you got the drill 
and then then you got seventh seal on Al on balance which is the intro to that song so again it's if you're into and i don't know if they've done this on purpose but the in my mind when you hit play on an album and again it was different back in the day with the cd but when you put it in and you hit play the, the way an album starts really makes made a difference to me right for sure and I, and I think they at least on those four albums i think they did a really good job so um all right so so i went first on uh on the top five i'm gonna let you go first on honorable mentions you got a couple yeah i do um i certainly could in fact um I will. Uh, so I didn't have any from the balance album on my top five list, but I absolutely have one for my honor. Well, it depends on how many we want to do, but for at least one honorable mention, I would, uh, I would absolutely do seven seal because seven seal so for good. me is so the good. song that I, the first song that I will play in any new car that I get into, because I want to test out the car stereo. I don't give a shit yep. about the brakes. I don't care about the acceleration at the top speed or the, sound like, right? anything else. I want to, I want a fucking premium stereo in my car. And the first thing I want to hear is the seven seal. And when, after you get past the 16 or 17 seconds of the Gregorian chants and Alex is and then bam and then eddie's guitar hits and it's just like it is a sonic orgasm in your head and it is amazing that song is so 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 good and very underrated in my opinion i love the seventh seal such a best, great song yeah no i agree the best way i can describe that and this might be a little kind of music nerdy but the way the drums come in to seventh seal is the way Bonham's drums came in to when the levee breaks yeah. right at the beginning sure. of that tune you've got again 16 17 seconds of something else and then wham and it hits you and you know and god that was a that was an amazing song it's time it. to go yeah that's that's exactly oh. what that is okay All so right, what I, about you well i actually had i had three honorable mentions i don't know if wow. that's yeah okay if you want me to do one i'll do one but i, I had let's three. two let's compromise to go okay. right now. okay all right, I'll do two. So, so num my uh, my first one then was actually off the Twister soundtrack, believe Ooh. it or not, and it was called "Humans Being." That so song, that is the it is it's a hard Van Halen song. Um, I I think, and you probably know better than me. I think at this point the band was probably not on the best of terms, maybe in terms of like with Sammy. Um, it, you know, it was a, it was a um, it was a song that was done for a motion picture. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's actually a really enjoyable movie. I won't say it's it a is. good movie, but it's an enjoyable movie. It's got Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it's it's just a hard rocking Van Halen song. And it's you know from a lyrics standpoint, it's not great, but it's got a great hook to it. And it's just uh, I listened to it tonight in in prep for it. It was it's just a great song. I love it. It is, it is a fantastic song, and I absolutely love that song. And yes, the band was definitely on their way out at that point. I mean, you can sort of tell just by looking at the video and the theme of the song. Like, it was pretty heavy, and it was pretty dark, and that's kind of where things were going. But, yeah. um, I mean, the guitar part on that song was so great. And in fact, if I have to uh, embellish a little bit, this is, uh, you know, this is the style. This is the Eddie Van Halen PV Wolfgang guitar right here that if you've ever seen that the Humans Being video, this is basically the one he was playing. Uh, throughout that video and so I you know the gloss black was the only one I ever wanted because of that video and uh, that is that is a fantastic selection it, it it's really heavy 
Um, and it gave me a lot of hope for what was to come with Van Halen before I realized that that would actually be the last song probably for almost 10 years that they would write with Sammy Hagar. And honestly, it was the last good song that they wrote with Sammy Hagar. Um, but that's, that's a good one for sure. My, uh, my other honorable mention is, is going to be, uh, another one from, from balance. I think if I have to, if I have to go with my heart, maybe, and that's, it's Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam. That song, such a great guitar riff and another one where they just seem like they were, that was another one where they were just all having a lot of fun. And, um, you know, sonically again, that's, that's kind of what my head goes to. Like there are some really, really great, um, riffs in that song and, and there's a lot of overdubs in there. So like he's, you know, he's playing on top of himself in, in the recording process, but that song is just so fun to sing along to. And I don't know if it really fits on that album a whole lot, but I don't care. I just, I just, I love it. I try to, I try to listen to that album as a collection of songs versus like this, this thematic piece, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not like that for me. I don't know. I can, I can sort of separate that, but I just, I love Amsterdam. It's something about that. That's just so fun. Even if it's just a blatant song about smoking weed uh, that yep. Sammy, you know, doesn't even try to, he kind of gave up on, at least on that song, trying to yeah. trying to do any innuendo. It's, light them up. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the first one words are light them up. So you, you know what you're getting. But uh, that's so I, I, I remember, ironically enough, um, I, I've seen Van Halen a handful, of, I don't know, more than a handful of times, but they, they came to Cleveland once and I don't remember what summer it was, but um, I had two buddies of mine, uh, one of which I think you know, Matt and Dave. Mm-hmm. and the, both of these guys were kind of big stoners and huge Van Halen fans and they decided before the show that they were going to they were going to they were going to spark up when Amsterdam came on right and and then they were going to smoke basically the entire rest of the concert okay that was kind of their plan right yeah. well <laughs> Van Halen opened up with Amsterdam <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> that's how they started the show and then sammy comes out light them up and and they did and uh yeah it was it was an interest getting them home that night was an interesting experience <laughs> that's awesome so, uh, that's good okay stuff. well so let's see so um wow so i had three but i gotta cut one okay so i'm gonna go back to 5150 um and i'm gonna go with love walks in um so th- this was, and again, th- this is one of those songs that takes me back to a specific moment in time. And it was the, it was the, this is going to sound so ridiculous. Um, it was the first time that I, that I really understood what love is. Right. Um, <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. I was at Carlos pizza bazaar and the girl that I was dating walked into Carlos Pizza and that song was on the jukebox. And it was just, you know, it was one of those kind of Cupid hit me kind of things. And um, it, yeah, and it was, you know, it, it was silly, but the, 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 the lyrics and the mood and everything was right. And, and it was love, she walked in, love walks in, right? And um, to, the, to this day, that song, obviously it's a different, it's a different, it's a different girl at this point, but that song to me is, is all about love right and i yeah. just i just love that tune that is such a great song uh so underrated and one that i feel like after 5150 
after that tour, I don't think we ever heard it. Well, eh, that's not true. They did play it on the live right here, right now album, but we didn't hear that one as much as when it's love. Yeah. I think that one had some, that had more commercial success. So we, we heard that more played live, but after uh, the live right here, right now, album, I don't think yeah, it was really that. And I don't think Sammy's ever touched them in his solo career since he left Van Halen, which is really curious. Um, and maybe it's, it's yeah, because yeah. of the vocals, because he sings, he gets up pretty high on that. Uh, you know, I mean, he he really extended himself on that album. Um, so maybe that's a big reason. But I, I couldn't agree. I, I, that's that's a great song. Fantastic yeah. song for sure. All right. So we're done, right? Oh, we, we get, we're going to do uh, we're going to do quick hitters. Yeah, so let's let's try something new, all right? For those who are still paying attention to what's going on, other than us, all two of you, um, I wanted to do a lightning round. I wanted to do something fun just to kind of mix it up, and if we can if we can make it work or come up with a system for it, then then maybe we can do it for future uh, podcasts slash blogs, whatever. But I'll start off, and okay. I'm just gonna fire at you five questions, and I'm gonna make I'm gonna give the answers really. I'm gonna give you the answers essentially, but you got to choose what answer you're going to pick right okay and, and it may be okay. easy and it may be not so i'm just gonna i'm gonna fire them away right you ready okay it's it's all right it's the rorschach it's the rorschach test of podcasting got it okay. bam this is it all right question number one grow it long or shave it off which eddie van halen hairstyle do you like the best grow it long grow it long so you like the long hair i do okay I do. all right all right very good that's question number one Number two, the better Van Halen video, Hot for Teacher or Pound Cake? Oh, Pound Cake, 100%. Better video? Okay. All right. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Very good. Uh, better concert video, Live Without a Net or Right Here, Right Now? To this day, the only two that exist for that band. Live Without a Net. Okay. Very good. Better piano song, Right Now or Not Enough? Not Enough. That one was a little bit of an easy one before yeah. I, I wrote that before I knew it was going to be in your top five. Yeah. And then the last question, Cabo Wabo, go there once or be there twice? Be there twice, my friend. Absolutely. Nice. Be there twice. All right. Ironically enough, Cabo Wabo was my third honorable mention that I did, that I had to cut. That was, Is that, that right? Was <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. All right, so I got five. They're all Van Halen. Uh, here we go. Uh, better Sammy Project, Montrose or Chickenfoot? Oh, Montrose, hands down. Montrose. Yeah. All right. Uh, live without a net or live from Pensacola? Ooh, that's oh shit. That's a really good question. Um, it has to be live without a net. I, that one, I think we both universally agree is is fantastic. But Pensacola show was really good. It really was. Okay. Better frontman, Dave or Sammy? Sammy. Well, oh, Jesus. If, if I have to go with better frontman, I'd probably have to say Dave. But if I have to go with favorite frontman, it's it's Sammy. Like, Sammy's where my heart is. But Dave is what Dave is what defined that band. So he's he is the better frontman. Sammy is by far the, lead, the better lead singer, just in case that was going to be your question next. Uh, he's he's I, no, I easily the better singer. By a landslide. Okay. All right. Uh, better version of Eddie. Stoned young Eddie or drunk old Eddie? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that. Probably drunk older Eddie, I, if I had to guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. It depends on sort of how old. But yeah, I mean, I, I, 
I liked everything he did with Sammy. So that, that was my wheelhouse for sure. You know what? It's funny. I, I might change my answer to grow it longer, shave it off. I might say, uh, shave it off, Eddie. Now that, now that I think favorite, about it. For sure, man. When yeah. you look at the balance album, I mean, that yeah. he was fucking badass when he shaved his head or not shaved his head, but he cut his hair and then he grew yeah. that long beard. That goes beard. Yeah. Oh, so oh, cool. Yeah. So cool. I'm glad you um, changed your mind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one, bigger letdown, Van Halen three or a different kind of truth. Uh, Van Halen three, for sure. Different mm-hmm. kind of truth. I thought was actually a really good album. I mean, it was, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. And the guitar sound was fantastic. I think that the biggest letdown about Van Halen 3 was not Gary Sharon. It was I agree. the way, yeah. it was the guitar sound. It was the songs that they put together. Um, you know, Gary Sharon is a fantastic singer and he gets a lot of shit for being in this band and it was not his fault. And um, I really think that artistically they were just in a very different place. They never had a shot to succeed with him because the, the fan base was never going to allow anybody but Sam or Dave to be in that band. Yeah. So that's a great question though. I love that. You totally, we, we, we just sort of riffed this or like, I actually threw it at you like 10 minutes before this. I'm like, let's do a lightning round thing. And you absolutely got the spirit of everything we were trying to do. So I fucking love God, I'm it. Glad. Great. I'm glad. All right. Well, Hey, uh, we're not quite an hour in, but uh, th- this was awesome. I- I- I'm glad that we've done the, the-, the first of probably multiple uh, Van Halen themed uh, yeah. episodes here. Uh, I-, I appreciate your time. I appreciate uh, th- this was awesome. I-, I-, I love me some Van Halen. I love you. This was, this was amazing. This was something I've been waiting to do for a long time. And when Eddie died, this, it became obvious that we needed to push this out there. And-, and there's nobody in the world I would consider doing this with besides you because you uh, are solely responsible for my obsession with Van Halen. And uh, I couldn't right. thank you enough. And I love you even more. <laughs> so thanks for, uh, for donating your time for this. All right. Uh, that being said, hey, we'll see you next time. This is Chewy. This is Pip. All right. Have a good one, guys. See good guys. to see you. Later. Bye.